Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. That's a great shot, Lex. Did you drop your dive line? <laughs> no, come on, you guys, come on. Now that's the smaller one. This is the smaller one here. You can kind of see how it's zigging around. Yeah, whatever it is. I'm telling you what it is. You're just not hearing me. Now, Lindsay, you... There is something down there. Something not us. You could be more specific. There's something that zigs. Not us. Not human. Get it? Something non-human, but intelligent. A non-terrestrial intelligence. A non-terrestrial intelligence. Yes. NPIs. Oh, man, that's better than UFOs. Oh, but that works too, huh? Underwater flying objects. We talking little space friends here? Hell yeah! High ride to the gods, right, Liz? No, no, not really. It could be NTIs. The CIA is known about them forever. They abduct people all the time, man. You know, hippie, was do once... me a favor. Stay off my side. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we discuss the movie where Cameron drags us down into the depths of the ocean and asks the question, what if something other than the Titanic were down there? It's 1989's The Abyss. But first, he's the conspiracy nut who loves his rat, my big dumb oaf who passes out when he sees angels. It's James. How are you doing, James? Uh, the Titanic's not down there. That was filmed uh, on a on a lot. Uh, actually, it was filmed on the same lot uh, where they filmed uh, uh, the uh, moon landing. Uh, Titanic is propaganda. Welcome to the show. Uh, the, <laughs> the lot that they filmed the movie on was an old nuclear reactor that I don't think they ever finished and converted to a movie lot. Uh, Wait, for the which abyss? Was, yeah. For the moon landing? No. Or, or, or for the Titanic? No. The, the, the moon landing, the actual moon landing happened long before... That set was built. Uh, you stop propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> and he is Chris Elliott. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm, I'm Chris Elliott. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're you pretty really much are. the same person. Yeah. 100%. You look similar. You act similar. <laughs> you don't have Chris Elliott funny. money, but. Oh, he's a little bit funnier than you, Rob. And you're just slightly dumber. All right. <laughs> James, what's happening around CBC this week? Around CBC this week. Uh, if you're a podcaster, or you'd like to become a podcaster. And if you like video games, those two are not mutually exclusive. You can just like podcasts and want to become a podcaster about something else. Go to creativebraincandy.com. Uh, click the apply button. Uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous is still, still, still looking for two uh, new podcasters, possibly three. So if you're interested, let us know. CreativeBrainCandy.com. Click the apply button. And while you're there, check out some of the great shows around Creative Brain Candy. Like, and I'm going to pimp myself here, Simply Stogies. Uh, I just, uh, I, if you like Stogies, you like cigars, and you don't like Cigar Aficionado, uh, the latest episode might be for you uh, as I uh, kind of go on a rant. Similar to here, like when I go on rants, 
but like those, like the ones on Simply Stogies, I mean, and so I'm more serious about it here. Uh, you know, I just like to have fun. Fuck off. So there you go. CreativeBeerCandy.com. Uh, check it out. There's a bunch of stuff there. Say hi. All right, Rob, you got any news for us this week? Um, yeah, I do. Well, lay uh, it is on anything us. good? Well, I don't know. This one, uh, this one here, uh, says that, uh, some FM radio signals uh, were found coming off of yes. one of the Jupiter moons. Yes. Yeah. So apparently it's a natural. Was it, was it classic rock or it was country? It was Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I was going to actually, I, I was going to say it was like NPR. No, NPR is typically on AM, isn't it? Yeah. What, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. What um, FM channels have NPR where you're at Rob? Well, no, I think uh, there was an NPR in Houston that was on FM. Why? And I think the NPR in Austin is on FM too. So yeah, it could have been NPR. Austin makes more sense. Houston, I'm not sure why it would be on FM. Why not? Oh, anyway. <laughs> They're claiming though that it was uh it was electrons, um, not aliens. I don't believe uh, propaganda. It's propaganda, Rob. Why that's, are you why? That's what I figured. Thank you. Why are yeah. you don't look. They 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 claim that uh, that uh, the magnetic field lines can connect with the Ga- uh, the Ganymede moon, and they form and swamp mag- gas and swamp gas, yeah, and a weather <laughs> yeah. balloon, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You know what? This is all propaganda. Stop yeah. espousing the fucking propaganda. Sorry. All right, this is oh. all like it's aliens. Yeah, yeah, it's, okay. it's. I'm saying it's aliens. Alien I'm not, not saying it's aliens. I'm tune saying it. Tune in. I mean, it's, you know, the problem is we just don't know how to speak it. There, I mean, it could be some good. I, some I good I'm going to just guess that it's like the Wolfman Jack, uh, broadcasting uh, from uh, uh, from the alien uh, base on one of the moons of Jupiter. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Hmm. We just don't know. I, he probably is very popular. He might be like Casey Kasem, even. Is he still alive? No, both Casey Kasem and Wolfman Jack are very much dead. Yeah. Been Elvis for a while. and Tupac, though, they're on an island listening to uh, the sounds of Jupiter's moon. Well, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, they went home. Yeah. <laughs> God. What else you got, Rob? Uh, so, you know, we've got, this isn't necessarily, well, no, yeah, this is sci-fi. Um, you know, we've got Tide Pods, we've got K-Cup Pods. You know, we got pods for just about everything, right? They now have ice cream pods. There okay, is a pod that. machine. There is a pod machine that makes ice cream. Well, it's, it's, a it's in Japan, isn't it's, it? It's an uh, ice cream Keurig is what it, it is. I saw this yeah. today. Yeah, Not it's an while ice cream I was taking Keurig. a shit. I, I didn't. I, no, I saw this a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah, But were you taking a shit? Uh, Probably. Yeah. So like soft serve? God, yeah. gross. <laughs> You went a long way for that joke. I really did. <laughs> you really did. Actually, you know, it does. It can. Uh, it does make uh, soft serve ice cream, both dairy and non-dairy. Frozen yogurt, frozen smoothies, frozen protein shakes, frozen cocktails, and even frozen coffee. Yeah. No, this looks really cool and something that I don't have room for in my kitchen, so I won't buy it anyway. So whatever. Yeah. I, don't know, uh, it, I think I may find it. Comes in a, 
It comes in a long, thin can. Uh, the interesting thing about this is that it, they come in um, aluminum cans, so they're, the pods are recyclable as can opposed ask, to being plastic. Can I ask a question, Rob? Yeah. When you came across this article, yeah. what about this article made you go, this will be perfect for a science fiction uh, show? That's what like, I was about it's, to ask. It's, it's sci- I told you, it's not really sci-fi, but it's like sci-fi in the fact that like it's it's the future. The oh, next the future step, is now? The next step is going to be replicators, dude. Wait, I think there's a button. We're looking for a brand new no, podcaster. No, you go from uh, pods. You go from golf between. No, you go from ice pods cream curing to replicators. To replicators. Pods to replicators. Look, you would have had an easier time convincing me that like three D food or not uh, the uh, three D machines. Food is they're, 3D. Trying, they're trying. They're trying to create three you know I mean. D meat and the, space. The, those three D machines. Yeah. The three D printers. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking Printed for. Printed food. It took me like. Look, there's a lot of shit in my brain right now. Most of it's like, how do I replace Rob? How do I get him off this show? So finding words is hard. Uh, you would have had an easier time convincing people that 3D printers are the next replicators, right? Like, no. That's the next step. Not a no. fucking ice cream no. Keurig machine. 3D printers don't make uh, food. Creativebringcandy.com. Uh, yeah. Click apply. Let us know if you'd <laughs> like to talk about sci-fi movies with myself and Jason every Sunday. Why? If you don't re- replace me, then then the catch line makes sense. It is actually a couple guys. Moving on. Not, what else you got three. this week? Uh, WandaVision came out on Friday. I know. Uh, it looks like uh, the critics are saying it sucks. No, I'm just kidding. They're saying it's good. Um, it is good. I will mm-hmm. find out right after this uh, recording. Oh, you haven't uh, watched it? No, I'm watching it What the it hell tonight. is wrong with you? I'm watching it tonight. Dude, were you all the camping? kids. No, all the kids want to watch it too. So we're watching it at. Uh, so watch it twice. Down. Yeah. Do you have to watch it, it with them? Do you have to explain it to them? Look, okay. So Friday, Friday I was working. And when I got done working, I came home and I had to play with Jason's dick. I mean, play games with Jason. Jason then, lives in a state not yeah, near you anymore. I know. Okay. But it's still just as far to get to him now as it did before. No, it's about twice. I don't think that's far, three yeah, times as far. I don't think that's accurate. Hey, uh, CreatorBrainCandy.com. If you know anything about geography, mathematics, or you can just speak intelligently about Plato, uh, click the apply button and let us know if you'd like to take Rob's place. Anyway, so it came out. It's looking good. It's looking interesting. Uh, it's about time that uh, it came out. These these all these Disney Plus shows that they were toting last year and the year before that. Hey, we're gonna have all this stuff. It's about well, yeah, time but it they finally gave showed up. A lot of people three years for one year for the price of it's, one year. So, so so what they're saying is, hey, pay for three years. We're only gonna give you two years worth of content anyway. Uh, so yeah, that third saying, year is free us, for just you. Stick with us. Like yeah. go ahead and make the commitment. It'll be worth it. You'll save yeah. money and eventually. At Go some ahead point and let in us the future, borrow your money. There will be there will be shows that you will enjoy. Well, yeah, they need they're hemorrhaging money. COVID is literally not driving when they were Disney doing, bankrupt. Not when they were doing the three year offer, you know. Well, not well. That was pre COVID, wasn't it? It was. It was. So okay. So in a post COVID world, you can expect to pay uh, six months for uh, for for one month. Like that's it's just going to be it's going to be very expensive post COVID. What else you got, Rob? That's it. That was three. I mean, I've got others. That was not. Okay. Look, out of the three of them, 
Yeah. One of them was sci-fi. One of them wasn't like even news. And then one of them was just you saying you haven't watched WandaVision yet. So we don't spoil okay, so, it for you during this episode. So there's also, there's also reports. There's a couple reports coming out of the uh, Mouse House that uh, one, John Favreau is protecting Gina Carano from uh, getting fired. Okay. And then two, Lucasfilm is kind of under pressure to drop the whole Luke Skywalker, baby Yoda um, storyline. Uh, that's a, that is a, that's just a BS room. That's I'm telling you. Yeah. That's that last well, one's click. You think bait. so? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And baby then there's Yoda also one so that, fun. yeah, well, no, no, like they're going to keep baby Yoda, but uh, I think there there's talk about, I don't think there were any know, long-term plans out. to keep Luke Skywalker around you for so? the Mandalorian anyway. Well, because the if there were some sort of weird spirit, right? Like uh, I'm not, off. I'm not going to, you know, think that John Favreau listens to this show, but if he does listen well, because if there were long-term plans to keep uh, Luke Skywalker around in a show called the Mandalorian, well, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people would continue to watch it. Yeah. That, so that would be, uh, that'd be dumb for even Lucas to do himself. Yeah. All right, who's ready for a pod crawl? I was ready during the ice cream bit. <laughs> Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. An American nuclear submarine is being harassed by local kids on their bikes which causes it to hit an oceanic guardrail and crash. The Navy, for some reason not prepared to rescue their sub from the deep with their own equipment, tasks Bud and his crew of lovable misfits on an experimental underwater drilling rig that just so happens to be in the neighborhood to escort some of the DOD's finest over and take a look for survivors. Bud isn't happy about it, but gets even unhappier when his estranged wife, lover of thieves, and the designer of the rig hops on board for the trip. To complicate matters, because there's always a complication, there is a hurricane moving into the area soon, so they now have a clock to watch. The rig makes it to their destination, and the seals and civvies both suit up and take a look around the wreckage. While exploring, Bud's diving buddy and supporting actor you've seen many times, but can never remember his name, Jammer, has a panic attack and decides to nope out of exploring any further. Bud heads on, but Jammer gets harassed by one of the same kids that caused the accident and goes into a coma. The team rush Jammer back to the rig and decide on next steps while Michael Bean, who at this point must have been typecast into military roles, and his crew get a super secret message from the commander up top to head back down and grab one of those explodey things, bring it back up, rig it to explodey, and then drop it back down, maybe. At this point, the clock has run out and the support ship has to detach its umbilical from the rig since the hurricane is in town and being extra rowdy this year. But the Navy has commandeered their handsy sub, so they can't detach until it gets back which is just in time for the ship above to lose its crane holding the umbilical and crash down on their heads. Oh, and also dragging them into the trench a bit. With all their shit fucked, and Kyle Reese losing it from being cast as a military operative too many times, the underwater neighborhood watch decide to send a camera up to spy on everyone, adding gas to an already smoldering situation. Hicks finally comes unhinged and decides to send the explodey thing down to say hi to the neighbors down below, but everyone else on the rig that doesn't take orders from him objects due to not wanting to die reasons. 
However, he has the guns, and locks himself up in the launch bay to play with the chain until Bud can swim in freezing waters without a suit to confront him, and have his ass kicked. Fortunately, Catfish, so named because he likes fishing for cats, followed Bud in and punches Lieutenant Curran across the room. He, however, jumps on the grabby sub with the tiny bomb sub attached, and launches. Bud suits up and follows, and Maid Marion grabs a smaller sub to help him out. They play bumper subs for a while until they totally wreck both subs, Reese and his subs slide into the great depths of the ocean, and Bud lets his wife drown, presumably for the insurance. After he drags her body back to the rig, and he revives her because he didn't want his crew to catch on to his plan, they strap him back into a suit, this one filled with special breathable water, to send him down to fetch the bomb. Bud sinks down to the bottom, going through the five stages of grief along the way, jitters, shakes, self-hugs, fetal position, and finally acceptance. He disarms the bomb with a flip of a coin, and is about to die since he doesn't have enough magic water to get back, but the gated community at the bottom of the trench doesn't want a body littering their neighborhood, so they pick him up and put him in the recycle bin. Fortunately it's trash day, and they surface to throw him out, pick up the rig on the way up, because it's trashed too, and roll a stressful situation that brings Bud and Mrs. Brigman back together, because somehow they forgot why they wanted to divorce in the first place, credits. <laughs> Alright, mm. so, the abyss. Um, James Cameron loves the ocean, and I think this is one of the first forays that he took uh, into the many ocean movies that he's made, both documentary style and and fictional. Um, I like the ocean I want to, too, huh? but I like the ocean too, man. But uh, like, you stay in it too long, you get prune fingers, and guess what? You stay in this movie too long, you're going to have prune fingers. <laughs> I want to uh, I want to discuss really briefly uh, one of the comments you two talked about last week whenever we revealed this movie, that you said it was a test <laughs> bed for Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah, this was right. not a technological test bed for Terminator 2. In fact, in all of the research I did, I could not even find a reference to Terminator 2 except that they used some of the technology that they developed for this movie in Terminator two. Well, therefore a test bed. It's not yeah. a test bed. Test bed. I think you test bed I, for did liquid you not metal. Watch the special features where, mm-hmm. where when the water kept asking everybody if they'd seen John Connor. <laughs> no, I, I missed that. I saw it. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yes, ILM actually developed the the water technology specifically for this movie, and they did recycle some of that technology for Terminator 2. No. So it was actually, no. you know, not a test bed. They just happened to have the technology that they developed and were able to use it in another movie. Okay, so we're t- you're talking about technology. Can I segue into something real quick? Because there's a lot of technological things about this movie that are just wrong. Sure, go ahead. The most glaring being that when the spaceship, which I guess space ocean ship, I I thought I was like, if this is Atlantis, like that'd be pretty fucking cool. And then they're like, oh, no, we're just like fucking run of the mill mill aliens. I'm like, really? Yeah, that I'm I'm going to I want to talk about that later. But go ahead with your thought. Yeah, like that's a huge missed opportunity. But when it when it came up at the end of the movie, I'm like, where's all the trash? Well, that that's why they surfaced. They had to get rid of the the trash. Where's all the trash? Like the 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 crane. The plastic, all of the, all, all the stuff that humans just throw in the ocean. I keep hearing how polluted it is. That even floats. Back in the 80s. There's a huge plastic island that floats across the fucking Pacific Ocean. Yeah, well, this I don't is, know why this we're is over by deep, deep underwater then. Just go explore the plastic island. 
This is over in by Cuba, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Look, this if, isn't if, too if far. This is, where it took place. If this is by yeah. Cuba. Like we need to go visit, <laughs> and then to get cigars. Yeah, to get cigars. Shut, yeah, to get yeah. cigars, and then I will swim to to, to Cuba. Cuba. And, uh, Cuba. Well, it was about Cuba. 70, 80 miles off of off the coast of Cuba. So I would take a boat and not swim. Unless no, you're no, that no, strong no. Let him swimmer. Swim. Let him swim. And then by all he means, the exercise. I'll just take the plastic island. I'm not really sure. It's in ocean. the Pacific. You do not know your geography. Well, then let's drag. I didn't know that. Can you Google Maps this island? Uh, plastic maybe. island. Let me see what I can find for you. Let's do some research on the fly. For a while. I like it. Hey, look, Plastic Island in the ocean. Great Pacific garbage patch. Ooh, it's pretty. Okay, <laughs> it's see, there pretty. you go. It's pretty. Uh, there, I, look, I posted a link in. Uh, can, uh, here's, can I put an I posted oar? posted it in Discord there. Can I put Take an oar on the side of it and paddle it to Cuba? Just look at the garbage no, island on, in Discord. It is, That's not a garbage island. No, it's not, is it? I mean, it kind of is. I'm trying to remember what good movies she's been in. Well, there was uh, uh, Robin Hood, picks. Prince of Thieves. There was The Color of yeah. Money. There was uh, uh, Scarface. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was not good. So, yeah, no, it was a fun was movie. Good. Hey, the best the best line from Prince of Thieves was the whole uh, dig his eyes out with a spoon. Because <laughs> it'll yeah. hurt you. Twit. Because it'll hurt more, you twit. That was the best line in that movie. Mm-hmm. Also, that line, more sci-fi uh, than 11-22-63. Perfect. Yeah. No, she was in The Color of Money. That's a really good movie. I don't think I've ever seen The Color of Money, but to be honest it's with green. everybody, uh, I haven't seen this movie until I was forced to watch it for this show. So you you've shit on this, this movie? movie and you'd never even seen it? I shit on this movie because uh, uh, I shit on everything, Jason. I'm not sure if you I know. Like, I know. You, yeah. I mean, okay. So that number one, number two, I've heard that it's terrible. Uh, and, and then number three, uh, I have uh, just a little bit of clairvoyance and I, sure enough, I was fucking right. It's terrible. Well, hey, I heard that you were terrible, but I gave you a chance. Yeah. Well, I and tell you every week every that day, Rob is terrible and nothing ever goes, like, you don't do anything about it. Like, here he is again, talking about fucking ice cream Keurigs. Like, who gives a shit? I, I actually, mean, now I want ice cream. Of give a shit. Yeah. Kind of want an ice cream Keurig right here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See now, I want to I want to discuss next the aliens step is replicators. Were they really aliens? I mean, yes. They never... Did you see the face? Okay, just they because something like, looks different doesn't mean it's Jesus. not of terrestrial origin. I'm going through puberty over here. I think they were Atlanteans. Yeah, they like, did so, look I mean, just like the Stargate Atlanteans. That would uh, that would the kind of gray men. tie into some of the legends of Atlantis of a of a sinking city. Maybe the maybe some ancient people saw their city sink to the bottom of the ocean after trash day one day. And they're like, there goes our plastic island. Right. And let's follow it down. <laughs> Gross. And created uh, the, the legend of Atlantis. Things. So I, I'm not convinced that they're extraterrestrial. In fact, the movie doesn't even say that they're extraterrestrial. Yeah. No, they just hint no, at it. Yeah, they do. NTIs. Yeah, no, but that's hinting at it. She's just making uh she's making a claim based on an very circumstantial evidence. Yeah. So 
you know, and that's when Ed Harris is like, hey, can you please calm your tits for just two seconds? And like, let's not get everybody into fucking hysterics here. Exactly. And then, and then they start talking about space crazy. Space crazy. Space crazy. But it's ocean no, pressure crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Ocean but it's ocean. Crazy. See, this is, this movie was a, but that's a thing. blueprint for the Armageddon. But that's a thing. Being, and Armageddon is objectively a better movie. No, wait, wait, than wait. The no, it's not. Yes, it, it is. One hundred percent. I mean, one hundred percent. You know, I see where you're going there. You just replace ocean with asteroid, and yes. well, no, it's there's, no there's not an exact the parallel. No, <laughs> no, there was yeah, no, there was no Sahara. It. They totally was, reworked it. They just said, all right. So, what are some of the dumb shit? In this movie, and the first thing they said was uh, "underwater crazy," and and they went, "Oh yeah, but we can keep that because it'll be space crazy." Space like, crazy. Oh, well, that right. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So then they were like, "Well, the aliens." Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, let's replace aliens uh, with, with a meteor that we have to. Yeah. yeah, and so that's what they did. It's, this is the same movie, but underwater with shitty effects, uh, a, a terrible script, an hour too long. But like when your this ex movie wife's came, calling you a wiener, this movie came first. So Armageddon is the same movie, only in space, not Except quite as better. long and not quite as good. And not done better. What part of done better did you miss? It no, the, the effects better. were better, but they they had time to kind of perfect those effects. Look, the if you plot don't cry at the end of Armageddon. Good. If you don't cry at the end of Armageddon, all right, you're not a real man. I'm just throwing that out there right now. You're not a real man. Bruce Willis. That's right. And Bruce Willis gives him that patch and tells him to take care of his little girl. And he goes out there and he sacrifices his life for humanity. And I don't. Like, I'm getting choked up just fucking talking about it. (laughs) Oh my God. I cried at the end of that movie because I was in pain. I cried about an hour with an hour left of uh, The Abyss because I was bored to fucking tears. (laughs) Now this movie is a long movie. I will give you that. Yeah, and it, and it it's got a lot of lulls that are punctuated by a lot of action. So I think the I, wait, 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 wait. What action is in this movie? What are you talking what, about? Is it the part when the military guys uh, bust in with an Uzi? That wasn't an Uzi, but it looked like an Uzi. No, like that, that was straight from eighties drug gang wars like that's what that gun came from yeah they were like hey probably a tech or not a tech nine but a mac 10 but can we can we can we raid the miami vice set for this yeah it's fine (laughs) but now there were there was some action i mean there was there was the the uh basically the mutiny of the rig where the the seals took over there was the uh bumper cars in subs um oh my god fast and furious wait 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 wait, wait. that was not fast it wasn't furious. It was boring as fuck. Because the whole time I'm sitting here going, all right, so th- th- does does he not understand how, you know, things work underwater? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was space, I, cra- I mean, ocean crazy. Yeah, but you can't have a car chase in the ocean. That's not how it works. By like, God, got the Cameron sub right. tried. He did try. He got the sub thing right at the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is, I, I, I was buckled in for a wild ride, like something like, you know, this is going to be great. I love submarine movies. Like, I can't think of a bad submarine movie right now. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure I've watched one, but I can't think of one right now. And, and I'm like, all right, this is going to be good. It's all underwater. It's going to be down you know, periscope. Always that, <laughs> down periscope was that. funny. That's a good one. 
That's a good uh, one. And so I'm like, yeah, this is going to be good because there's always tension when you're underwater, right? Because something goes wrong and everybody fucking drowns. Right. Yeah. And then they went away from the sub and everybody was in like a, it was just, this movie's so bad, Jason. It's just bad. There's nothing redeeming about this movie. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to like piss on it. I wanted to like it's it. It's not I the tried. greatest movie in the world, but there there are some redeeming values. I mean that that yeah, uh, that credits. CGI that they developed for the movie was revolutionary in its time. ILM, ILM developed that. It never really done anything like that. In fact, they took like scans of the actors' faces in order to create that. So those that was probably one of the first times that 3D scans of faces that were translated into 3D G- CGI had ever been done. And they couldn't have found somebody hotter than Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. You don't like her? Sorry. Right. I, you know, but like hey, back then she was, she was, the was hot show. Wait, wait, what, what, what year did this? 89. 89. So 89, there were all kinds of hotties. Like who running around in I mean, who was hotter than her at that time? Pamela Anderson. No, God, no. Pamela Anderson would have sucked in this movie. Yeah, but it, she would have fit right in. She would have had bigger boobs. Yeah, like, I can see Demi Moore. Ice cream guy gets in it. this movie. Who? Demi Moore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Demi Moore in this oh, movie. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm imagining it right now. Oh my god. Oh wait, no, that's striptease. Uh, who else in the '90 or '89? Gina Carano. Yeah, Gina Carano. Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Gershon. Was she doing anything at this time? I don't think so. She was, getting I think she was just for, getting into it. She was just getting, she starting getting to blow up for a Showgirls. Bit. Oh yeah. Showgirls no. came out in 91, right? Showgirls came out. When did Face Off come out? Face Off came it was out after. in 93. Yeah. Well, Showgirls was after. I think Showgirls would have had to be 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Showgirls so, was 95. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't think I was that old when I watched that. Yeah. Jesse had just graduated from Bayside before she moved to Vegas to follow her dreams as a stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A wild stripper at that. Mm, Yeah. That was a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. I love that. Rashing around in that pool like that. Yeah. Well, now, didn't, uh, it was hot. Didn't showgirls and, uh, striptease come out at the same time? Uh, They were very close together, I think. Uh, wasn't striptease like 97? 96, 97? I don't know. Uh, I don't strip do... tease came out in 96. Yeah, there you go. I was right. Yep. Look at that. Wow, I don't Look, remember I them. know my softcore porn movies. <laughs> I don't remember hey. them being that late in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Gina Gershon probably was, was uh, she was probably available for this movie. That would have been, she would have been much better. What was she doing in 89? I don't know. All I know is I didn't care for this actress. I didn't care for her. When she played uh, Robin Hood. In 89, she was uh, filming Suffering Bastards. There you go. She just, just got done with that? Cocktail. I don't know, but she oh, just yeah, got done with right. Cocktail. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in Cocktail. I totally yeah. forgot about that. She was getting ready for Jungle Fever. That sounds like a good porn. That was um, a good movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, she she could have. She could have yeah, done she it. Done oh, it. She, yeah. she, her scenes were deleted in Jungle Fever. Well, it's she must have had a, a it small was, part. It was, it was a little too risque, right? 
I hope. Ah, she was in Cop Rock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she would have been a much better actress for this movie than uh, than, than the lady who played it. Not that, oh, yeah, I she don't was think in she's Red a, Heat. She's also in Three Way. I just didn't care what happened to this lady. I, you know, when they were trying to bring her back and she had all the blue makeup on, trying to look like a a, a 1989 version of Elsa. Course, I was just like, yeah. I was like, you know, I just please die. Well, she I don't was care dead. This character. Well, yeah, but stay dead. Uh, you know what I really wanted? I wanted that water uh, uh, to come and look at her and go, "Have you seen John Connor?" And then. When she doesn't respond, it just goes into her body, and then like he, it that's how it communicates is through her dead body, like it animates it. It's like, nah, she's still dead, y'all. I'm just, I'm just pulling the strings when I leave. Yeah, that's it. But this is the best way for us to communicate. So, you know, we've got this spaceship down here. It looks like you guys are trapped. We're just gonna lift you guys up. Like it would have been an hour shorter. <laughs> so. You wanted her to be like um, Brent Spiner's character in Independence Day when the alien was yes. basically yes. holding him up 100%. against the glass. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would have been creepy. That's not really James Cameron's style. Well, you know, neither is making a good movie. Well, let's talk about I don't. I don't. I disagree. I think Cameron's made some good movies. He made Aliens. Name one. Aliens. Uh, oh, oh, name two. Ah, okay. Aliens 2. No, <laughs> no. What no. the fuck is wrong with you? You're an idiot. Aliens three. <laughs> God. Avatar. CreativeBrainCandy.com. Click the apply button. Avatar two. The Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Now yes. let's talk about James Cameron's style and his his vision for science fiction that includes black lighted neon. We saw it in this movie in the alien uh, city or spaceship or they're not even aliens. Let's just call them Atlanteans from now on because I'm not convinced they're aliens. I'm not saying they're aliens, but. But we also saw it in Avatar, right? I mean, the entire world of whatever planet that was that had the unobtainium. We don't talk about Avatar. What do you mean we don't talk about Avatar? It's on the list. You know that, right? Okay, so I, I'm just throwing this out here right now. When Avatar comes on the list, I will excuse myself from the show. You can find a guest host for that week. I will not watch Avatar. I watched it once, uh, and much like many of the movies on this list, I will never watch again. Okay. Ever. Ever. That movie is just terrible. Just terrible. It's not propaganda. It's just shit. Like, it's just terrible. Like, this movie, I wouldn't watch again either. If it can't, like If it comes up on TV... And literally, like, it's the only channel that I have for whatever reason. Um, I, I'll, I'll go to bed. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I, I'm out. I will not. Want, it just, it, it's dumb. It's just, it's just dumb. Okay. I, he had a, he had a chance to save it if he would have said that these are Atlanteans. But he didn't. He just kind of left it ambiguous. And then, and then they didn't even try to fix the problem of decompression. Oh yeah, no, they just kind of waved just, that away with with yeah. uh, Atlantean okay, magic, so, right? So I could understand the uh, I could understand it for Ed Harris who was inside the ship. They have some sort of quick atmosphere, issue, right? Yeah, right. Um, it doesn't solve the other group. 
No, not at no. all. Oh, and you know the uh, the hillbilly dude, uh, I guess the Vietnam veteran guy, he seemed more excited to see Ed Harris than the wife when they got out. <laughs> I mean, he was all kinds of giddy. Are you saying that it's like a... Uh, 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 Are you saying it got lonely after he left his wife? Yeah. I'm just saying they were down there in the deep. Any port in a storm? By themselves, yep. And he was willing to go swimming with them. And you did realize... The water. You, d- you do up, realize, yeah, so... so Ed kept his shirt and his pants on. He stripped down to his whitey tidies. He, did. he, he didn't have whitey started, tidies. He had buck on boxers. He had boxers on. Yeah, Whatever, and, man. But he, he, was, he still he stripped down he and he goes, to hustle. Oh, yeah, he oh, was crap. trying to hustle Harris We're not out going of me. that like, far. Hurry up, hurry up. I don't have all day. Let's go. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. Get naked. I mean, that's like he sounded like Rob at a strip club. Look, it gets lonely down there. And the only female down there had the nickname of One Night. So apparently you get one night and that's it. You're just going to have to find something else afterward. Wait, did she really have the nickname? Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah, you did. Apparently you did. You know what? I would have been like, you know, I I think I'll just skip my night. Thanks. She was, uh, she was Lisa one night standing. She was not attractive again. I'll just, you know what? Thanks. No, thanks. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go broke back ocean over here or something. I I, (laughs) thought, All right, so to to circle back on your uh, what good movies has James Cameron made? Um, So I named already named Aliens, but before that he did Terminator. Fuck Terminator Two! You totally forgot about the fact that this was a test bed for Terminator Two. I did forget. Oh man! Wait, he did True Lies. He did True Lies. That's the only time Jamie Lee Curtis has ever been super attractive. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. You know, it's, it was a running gag that I would tease because Red used to, I mean, Red had just the biggest crush on Jamie Lee Curtis. But why? And I used to, <laughs> I used to tease him with that urban myth that Jamie Lee Curtis was born as a hermaphrodite. I have never heard this. Wait, wait, have wait, wait. Have you never wait. heard how, that? I, how have I never heard this? Oh, no, yeah. Never yeah. Heard this I used rumor. to, I used to tease him. Yeah. With that. He, wow. he used to get so, so irritated. I don't think she's mannish. I just, she's not like there are times that she looks very attractive and there are times that she doesn't. I think she's a very handsome woman. It's just, there are some times where I would kick her out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> and then there are times where the light hits her just right. Where it's like, no nope, care. Even if crackers is my dog and true lies is one of those times where she's yeah. doing that sexy. I t- God damn it. Cameron, you fuck. Stop <laughs> making good movies followed by shit movies. Just stop. Just stop making movies. All right. Especially if they have anything to do with the ocean. Well, Please. he's got four more Avatar movies to make. So. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hopefully I die before any of those come out. Hopefully. No, one's coming out next year. Well, you know what? Again, hopefully I die before. Avatar 3 is coming out two years after that. Avatar 4 is coming out two years after that. But why? And Avatar 5 is coming out two years after that. Who is asking for Avatar movies? Disney. But but why? Do they need more Disney. rides that kind of suck? <laughs> I don't know. He also did the Dark Angel series. I'd forgotten about that. Oh, well, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dark Angel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Jessica I ever Alba. Yeah. Call me. Oh. Jessica a, Alba. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. James Cameron has mm-hmm. some fucking chops. 
Now yeah, he did I, okay. Titanic. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Titanic. To this day, I have never seen Titanic. <coughs> well, we Can should I, put it on the list. No, no, it's, no it's more sci-fi, sci-fi it, than eleven twenty-six. It is eleven twenty. Yeah, more sci-fi. Can I, let me tell you my Titanic story because this Titanic story is a great story. So that movie came out what around nineteen ninety-four? No, I'm sorry, ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah ninety-seven. I had, I had just moved to Iowa City. Uh, I had a girlfriend uh, who lived in uh, Davenport, and so we. Met up one weekend. We're like, let, she's like, I want to go see a movie. I'm like, all right, well, I'll let you pick the movie. Like, you can pick the movie, whatever you want to see. Just make sure it doesn't suck. She picks Titanic. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, how how bad could it be? They all die. I mean, that's like, a that's a be. good that's a good one to go to. Get right. her all hot and uh, so we're sitting there for we're, you, or Jack, whichever. <clears throat> well, you, you you'd think so. Yeah. We're just sitting there in a packed theater. It was the Friday night that it came out. Uh, uh, I stood in line for two hours to get tickets. And so we're sitting there watching it. And I'm like, this movie is just stupid. Like, it's just dumb. I'm sitting there literally bored to tears again, much like watching the abyss. Uh, I'm like <laughs> in a, in, in a room full of strangers, uh, my girlfriend next to me, uh, with, at the, close to the end of the movie, it starts breaking up and they go back to the bow of the ship where they yeah. first met. Right. And I, yeah. I think to myself in my head, I'm like, Oh, like, okay, well this is kind of cool. I guess this is where they first met. Like that's when Kate Winslet goes in the middle of this disaster. In this middle of the, the, the Titanic breaking in two, she goes, this is where we first met. And I, and I, I swear to God, as loud as I could in a packed theater opening night, I go, this movie is fucking dumb. <laughs> everybody turned and looked at me and went, shh, like all fucking is. Well, we got out, like she was not happy with me. And I'm like, I guess I'm not getting laid tonight. So you're not picking the movie ever again. Like that's the trade off. (laughs) You're welcome. Everybody. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm not sure where to go with that. Now this movie isn't the worst. Neither was she to be honest. (laughs) This movie isn't the worst movie ever, but it's not the greatest. I, I, it's it's a middling movie. Uh, I appreciate it for some of the technical details that it put into it. Um, again, James Cameron is is huge about the ocean. Uh, he developed the concept from this movie from high school whenever he went and did some kind of tour uh, where he also saw the, the magic breathing water, uh, was introduced into that, and... Is that to, a thing? Yeah, that's not real. No, Apparently, it's real. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Is it really? Yep. In fact, the, the mice—they used five different mice, and they actually threw the mice in the water, so the mice <laughs> were actually one of them survived. No, 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 they all survived. <laughs> used five mice. They they all survived. Now, one did go into cardiac arrest, and uh, the story has it that he did tiny little mice chest compressions to bring it back to life, and then kept it as a pet. Why, why don't we use this water more often? Um, it's got problems. So like? uh, while it does oxygenate the blood, it doesn't do a very efficient job of taking carbon dioxide out of the blood. Um, so you can yeah, that, still, you know, yeah, that'd be an issue. You still have carbon dioxide toxicity issues. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, a couple different versions of it. High viscosity, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So water is 850 times uh more dense than air. So it takes a lot more effort to breathe water than it does to breathe air. Yeah. 
Um, uh, that, that could be an issue. Like if yeah. you're doing something strenuous. Yeah. But they are like looking, falling down into a ditch. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or um, have to swim. They are looking into it for some medical applications, though. Uh, pediatrics in, in particular. Well, yeah, I would think it's like, kids would it's be, like you're reading this off of Wikipedia. Uh, I did research for the show, but I'm not reading it off of Wikipedia. This is research oh, that I'm I did just, earlier. Really? Because I'm just following what you say <laughs> on Wikipedia. Yeah. I read the Wikipedia entry a couple days oh, ago. Okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, why? Well, first off, I want to say that the way the seals were acting, um, even when they got into the uh, submarine to go down, or the little uh, bubble to go down to the platform, um, that was very out of character. How so? Just being super dickish like that, like going down. Um, normally, they are very respectful. I to think that civilians was... and doctor, you know, civilians and things like that, especially when they're co-opting a a somebody else's stuff. I only say that because I know an ex seal. Well, and, and I think very that was kind very respectful, of the, like eighties. Okay, that was the eighties portrayal of of uh, seals and and the military in general during that time. Yeah, okay. uh, they they kind of portrayed them Hot not only shots. in this, yeah, not only in this movie but other movies as as having chips on their shoulders or uh, yeah. being being hotshots as you call them. So I think that was just yeah. kind of the the portrayal at the time. I, I think it's probably lightened up a lot in movies and yeah. and media. Well, and, and and I know if in in this particular case, it wouldn't have been just the one dude that questioned the fact that he was going against orders. Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, it would have been everybody in his team. He would have been like, uh, "No, dude." Well, there were only two members of his team left after that right explosion. Right. So, yeah, but still, I mean, they would have been no. But the other guy wouldn't have the the silent one that looked like he wanted to jump down into his commander's pants uh, would have even said something. <laughs> it's commander's <laughs> pants. What? Yeah. So so I. I, I found that a little bit hard to believe, you know, because especially when it comes to nukes, they're they're definitely not willy nilly cowboys when it comes to that kind of crap. Right. And there would have been a lot more. There would have been a lot more um, ocean psychosis. Well, well yeah. Ocean High psychosis. Pressure psychosis. But there, would, there would have been a lot High more pressure. procedure involving those nukes, too. I mean, yeah, it did look like they had a, a, a pretty good perimeter drawn with all of the the warships they had in the area um but they wouldn't have just you know rushed down to well first i don't know that they would have used civilians inside the actual sub at that point no maybe civilians to get you there as a base of operations and maybe to pilot but not to jump into the into the sub yeah, they don't really let a lot of people around a nuclear submarine. No, like even even even, even if it is underwater. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Well, not only like, that, because not, that that's a that's a nuclear powered submarine as well as having nuclear armaments, and yeah. so depending upon the extent of the damage, there could be radiation leakage happening yeah. around well, they that had, nuclear. They put on sub. they put on the little thing that said, "Hey, if you got radiation, it'll tell you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and a, the guy that's was a, afraid his dick was going to fall off. That's a good precaution. 
But that, I mean, by the time that thing goes off, it's too late. Well, no, yeah, it's it not too late. too late. But no, it's too late. Way yeah, too your dick late. will fall off. Your that was fall that's off. what yeah. they said. Your mm-hmm. dick will fall off. So I wouldn't have gone. So there's a like, YouTube. She would have been fine. Like I would have just sent her. Her she doesn't have a dick. Perfect. Won't fall off. You're fine. Go. There's a there's a YouTube uh, guy. Uh, smarter every day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His dick fall off? No, but he no. Um, He's he's doing a thing. Uh, apparently, he got to ride in a nuclear submarine for some of their testing stuff or their, what is it, their sea trials or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do mock stuff. Uh, anyway, so he got to ride. And even then, he was only limited to like four or five compartments. Well, yeah, because there's a lot you know, of classified yeah. stuff on the on a nuclear yeah. submarine. So, so it's not like they're going to, yeah, they wouldn't just have a civilian well, group come in and go, hey. Look for what were the compartments? Uh, crew quarters, and kitchen, yeah, kitchen, crew quarters, and rec area, kitchen, galley, uh, officers' mess. Um, they let him in the officers' mess. Yeah, that's where I they did. Have. That's where they do a lot of their um, interviews in this thing. I would have been like, no asshole. Uh, he did, did you get go to, to school, <laughs> so he did get to. He crawled down a torpedo tube. An empty torpedo tube. And did they sh- I would have I would have been like, all right, right. we're gonna open it up. We're yeah. gonna shoot you out now. <laughs> it was flood the tubes. Dickhead. Flood the tubes. Yeah, but he crawled all the way down and he wrote his name on the end of the tube. Nice a marker? Yeah, in in Sharpie. That's apparently a thing that they, they let people do. That's kind of cool. Is, what boat was yeah. he on? Uh they didn't say. Uh it was the USS gonna get decommissioned in a few months because you wrote your fucking name on it, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, they didn't. Uh, they might have said in the very first episode. I don't remember. I can try to look it up if you're that interested. No, I'm not that interested. <laughs> I've known. I've known. Jason's like, I'm not going to go watch I've it. I've known no, several no, people who no, have no, served on subs and nuclear subs at that. So, I mean, I've I've heard tales. Duck tales? Woo. Woo. Yeah. All right. James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is the Abyss, James Cameron's first foray into the ocean, more sci-fi than 112263? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, 112263 has absolutely no shred of anything remotely resembling science fiction. Wrong. Uh, it has a lot of science fantasy, no science fiction. Uh, however, uh, this piece of shit movie, like, I, there's a spaceship or an Atlantis ship, or I don't know. There's some ships, there's space psychosis, but under the ocean. So, I mean, that's science fiction in and of itself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. James Cameron's uh turd of a movie called the abyss, uh, which is still better than this turd of a movie called Titanic or the double, Double double Taco Bell turd called Avatar. Uh, more sci fi than 11, 22, 63. <laughs> Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? I do. Uh, this one is titled Innuendo Part Do. Huge water penis. Coffee wants to shoot large load. Virgil, you wiener. <laughs> Wow. So you had yeah, a that, penis see, that, reference in all three stanzas. That's impressive. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. I I try my best. Did anybody else find this script just 
kind of childish. It was. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't the greatest script. It wasn't the greatest story. Um, I think it was what was Ed Harris's shallow in some areas. See how what I did there. What was the Ed Harris's ring story. made out of? I don't know. Titanium, yeah, I guess. Was, yeah. Fuck. I don't yeah. know. Uh, plutonium. Unobtainium. His his dick had fallen Vi- off. Vibrating way way early into their marriage, which is why she was because he keeps swimming in fucking freezing ass ocean water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his balls are never going to drop again. Um. Were there awards? Are we doing awards for this stupid yeah, show? Yeah, we're just about to do awards. Who's so, got awards? I, I, where the, can I give an award to James Cameron for being dumb? <laughs> I don't know. They're your awards. Rob, right, who's, cool. got, your, I just who's to make sure. got your black lung? Uh, I'm giving my black lung to uh, Bud. Um Mostly because it's liquid lung, not black lung. Okay, James. I, I there was nobody smoking in this thing, other than yeah. the rig when it yeah. exploded uh, who, multiple who, who, times. Who, who gets it if there's nobody? Doc, Doc Coddle. Coddle. Doc yeah. Coddle. All right, yeah, Doc Coddle gets my black lung. Okay, uh, Doc Coddle's going to get my black lung too. I mean the 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 rig was on fire for a little bit, but yeah, that just seems hokey. So Doc Coddle. All right, James, who's has your uh, head lush? Uh, my head lush goes to Richard Dawson. That's who gets it, right? Yep. Richard Dawson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Dawson. Okay. Rob? I gave mine to coffee with his uh, high pressure sickness. His, That's his not the same sickness. thing as being drunk. Well, no, they said that one of the symptoms was uh, slurred speech and the shakes. Okay, but unless it's, one of the symptoms me, is drinking me, copious amounts of liquor... And then you see him drink copious amounts I of think, liquor or even. I don't oh, think he had high pressure you know sickness. I think I think he was jonesing for a swig you of the hit. Click yeah. the apply button. <laughs> Who's All got right. your head lush? <laughs> Richard Dawson. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God damn, uh, Rob. All right. Uh, who's like got your one, who's man. got your player, James? Or Rob, sorry. <laughs> who's got your player, Rob? Um, I gave my player to Bud uh, because, uh, well, you know, Lindsay was dying and he still had time to get a little peek at the titties. Oh, my God. What? Jesus Christ. Where did that come from? Well, I mean, and that and he wanted her and all it took was him uh, saving the world to get his wife back. I don't know that he, How did he initially save the wanted. Uh, he strapped rocks to his feet and cut the one wire that looked exactly I, like the other wire. I don't it's really bad planning. The, all he did was save the aliens from getting blown up by a nuke. That's not I don't think it would have, I don't think it would have hurt. What? I, th- I think, I think the aliens would have been totally fine. You know that like explosions travel faster in water than they do air. Right. And they're, I, I do concussive. believe I do believe the aliens would have been fine. Look, if they can make some sort of force field thing where uh, there's an air pocket and they can project onto water and make water penises, I'm pretty sure they could uh, <laughs> protect themselves from a nuclear an explosion. explosion. Okay. And, and not only that, if this was the special edition version that we watched, um, we would have seen the fact that they controlled the hurricane. 
not only there, but in multiple places. Oh, no. Wait, they it, they started tsunamis, not hurricanes. Tsunamis. Her, Wait, is that, tsunamis. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. In the special edition version, they, they started a bunch of tsunamis. And Created massive them. mega tsunamis. Yeah, and yeah. then stopped them just before they hit shore. Oh, I so so in one version of the movie that nobody saw, he did indeed save the world. He did. Well, his okay. message to his wife saved the world. Oh, oh, because the, because the, the message because he says, said, "I love, love you, wife, right. wife, yeah, save the right. world." Well, love and wife all. that's the that's the four letter word that saves the world. Yeah, wife. Yeah. So, in fact, and it's for that reason that. Uh, that she's getting Mrs. Brigman is getting my player award because I'm pretty sure she orchestrated this entire thing so that she could get back on the rig and get back with her husband. So yeah, do you no, think she what, called the aliens? Get mine. Yeah, no, that's who, who's going to get mine too was her because that's 100%. That is exactly what that's, a wife would do. That is true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she did get down there and, and she, even, she even flashed yeah. her titties at him. Yeah, I think at that point in time. This whole fucking thing yeah. with the U.S. government to get the aliens from Area 51 down to the ocean just so she could get Ed Harris's dick back inside of her. Yeah. 100%. I mean, she acted like she didn't want the government there and that she was all pissed yeah. off that they were yeah, taking part over of the plan. And, and it wasn't working fast enough. That's why she had to have them rip her clothes off. I mean, at that point in time, she was just getting desperate. And honestly, that's why we love them. That's why we yeah. love them. <laughs> all right, James. The, who's the got your purple or wife's? Uh, my purple hippo is going to go to Steve Buscemi in Armageddon. <laughs> no, that's not how this fucking works. Wrong movie. Uh, because he had the same thing as uh, the uninteresting what's his nuts, except his was in space, which is much more fun than having it in the ocean. How is it more fun? Because you're in space, motherfucker. Like, look, any asshole can go in the ocean, but not everybody can go in space. That's, that's true. fun. You that's ride true. a rocket between your legs. All right. I loved his slim pickings impersonation he did in Armageddon. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Steve Buscemi gets mine. All right, Rob. Uh, I gave it to Jammer for seeing an angel. Okay. Uh, mine is going to go to Bud um, for, you know, dropping down, what, two, two and a half miles down into the trench and then seeing a really giant. Fast. Yeah. And then seeing a giant glowy city. It took him. This, he, he found the there. city of Atlantis. So let's just that that seems like a purple hippo moment there. I, the whole you know what? Maybe the audience deserves the purple hippo because that's a lot of time manipulation on Cameron's part. Because he was going like he went from like 10,000 feet to 17,000 feet. Well, they said it like, took him like half an hour to get down there and it was only like maybe five, 10 minutes well, movie time. It wasn't even five or 10 minutes. I that was, I was thinking like it was like two minutes movie time. I'm like, what kind of fucking, I, I was well, so lost at that point. I, I was like, I'm thought, just going to go back to playing my mobile game. Yeah. I would have thought that at that point in time though, also, uh, he probably would have died just due to the amount of tumbles he took against the <laughs> side the of that side wall. Of, on the side of a mountain. Yeah. Under, under the ocean. Like, yeah. yeah like, I mean, at some point in time, because, because Jammer. His suit had to have ripped. Yeah, J- Jammer barely smacks the, the bulkhead and it totally jacks up his whole uh, oxygen system. He like does a barrel roll four or five times off the side of the cliff and he's fine. Which 
I was in the middle of playing a mobile game. Did they explain why the military guy who held the rat underwater didn't go down? Oh, the the in, the guy who brought the uh, suit. Oh, that's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah. He had a hurt leg. Yeah, he had a busted uh, oh. leg. And he none of the other military leg. guys had trained with the water. The the only other one was uh, would you, the dude at this that point. Would you trust another military guy to pants? go down and make first contact with the the Atlanteans? Uh, yeah. Okay. See, I forgot. That's the propaganda side of the movie. Oh, military bad. Oh, civilians go. good. The only other military totally guy forgot. that was left was the guy who they taped up because he held an Uzi on him. Wait. Right. From I forgot from the fucking uh, Miami Vice set. God damn this movie. <laughs> I, I you know. This, All right. He can't, he can't even remember what he. Uh, it's time to pick the next movie. <laughs> Who's uh, picking the number? Who's telling me when to stop? Uh, it's James's turn for the number. No, I did the number last time. No, I did. No, I did. Oh, that no, because you yes. said to stop. Oh, just somebody fucking pick a number. Six. Six. D nine. No. no, I did that last time, and you did it time before that. Hey, it's gotten us. Tell me when to stop. Gems, gems of a movie lately. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It sure has. Stop. Oh please, for the love of all that is decent and holy in the universe, I pray to God above that this movie doesn't. Oh damn suck. it! Oh, it's going to be a good one because he said, oh, damn one. it. We got yep. to right. repick because um, this is a series and we're not doing series right now. So, God damn it. Oh, good. What was the series? The Expanse. Oh, God. <sighs> God damn. Shit. Oh, That's okay. Really that one was fine. Yeah, we're fine with that. But God. no, let's not do a series. <laughs> now we're never going to pull The Expanse again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> All right. Tell me when to stop. Uh, stop. I, I said stop. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I, oh. I, I'm saying oh, okay. a silent prayer this time. <laughs> okay. So I'm not sure about this one. Uh oh. Wow. Wait, you're not sure yeah, this whether could go it's either good way. Yeah. or. Yeah, this could go either way, Rob. I'm not sure it's good. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is because I've never seen it. So uh, I have a pair of scissors in my hand. I'm just <laughs> ready you. to slit the wrist. That's right. CreatorBrainCandy.com. Click the apply button. You may need to replace me. <laughs> You might need two new hosts. All right. Ooh, so he's never seen this one, so we're going to have to do some extra deductive reasoning. All right. So next week, maybe we will be discussing the movie where in a future where a failed climate change experiment has killed all life except for the lucky few who boarded the Snowpiercer, a Snow train Piercer. that travels the globe, a new class system of Emergence. Oh, uh, this is directed by Bong Jun Hu. I'm in. Uh, you said Bong. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it is 2013's Snowpiercer. Yeah. This is the movie and not the um, series that they started yeah. in 2020 with uh, yeah. with uh, um, Hottie McCockins. Yeah. yeah, this is um, one with uh, Chris Evans. The Human Torch. Chris Evans, Ed Harris yeah. again, Chris John Evans. Hurt, Tilda Swinton. Oh, we are on an Ed Harris. Yeah, we're on yeah. it. Well, I, he's a sci-fi. I mean, he's he does a lot yeah. of sci-fi movies. Yeah. How, how do you pull scissors um, out of your chest without dying? Anybody? Mm. Uh, I don't know, but if you needed to get them out of your ass, Jason would be the one to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I, I, I'm busy next week. I'm washing my hair. Mm. Um, okay. What what hair? 
So I've again, uh, if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to be on <laughs> smoking there, and buddy. drinking in space, click that apply button at creativebraincandy.com. There's going to be an opening. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Not sure this for who, but terrible. Talk about propaganda. Jesus Christ. Do we really want to do this movie? Have you seen like, it? Yes, I have. Oh, I, have. Oh, yeah. fact, I, haven't. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Terrible. Oh my God. Just, oh. I don't know. It's, it's got a 7.1. Rating, of course, it 84 does. on Metascore because everyone's been fucking indoctrinated by our education system. <laughs> Such a dork. All right, that's all we got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like this show, please rate please and review don't. us on iTunes. You can so leave us feedback to, uh, on our Discord channel know. at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. Take your top off. Spoil it. Not on yet. Twitter at status underscore podcast or email There's us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com slash Patreon and make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more creative shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com and you can also hit that apply button if you'd like to uh, be a gamer or maybe she could on this show for this week I'm Jason made Marion boobs I'm okay god (laughs) (laughs) click the apply button Jesus we'll talk to you next week